Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online is brought to you by Apostrophe. We have a special deal for you guys. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash ghost. When you use our code ghost, that's a savings of $15. The code available only to our listeners. Apostrophe.com slash ghost and use our code ghost. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, we got Carol and Kathy together again. And the question being asked, do they pick the haunted houses that they've lived in? Or is it more the other way around and the haunted houses pick them? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your real ghost stories with us, we'd absolutely love to hear them. Of course, you can also write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you like the show, you want access to all of our bonus material, extras, and all of that, sign up to be an extra podcast person, uh, either through Apple Podcasts now, and go directly there and uh, become a supporter, get access to all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, the archive. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, patreon.com slash realghoststories, or ghostpodcast.com. Many ways to get in on all of that. It's uh, Tony, me, Carol, and Kathy with us on today's episode of the show. And it's weird because you're like, you're staring at me in front of me and I don't like looking at people. So It's uh, weird (laughs) because normally Tony and I do this and we we just have audio on. We don't have video on to see each other, but my sister Kathy's with us tonight. Yeah. So we put the video on. It's kind of weird for us. I'm a teacher. That's what I do. Sure. Right? I look people in the eyes. I talk right at them. I look at people the whole time in the room. And so Carol says, oh, we don't usually see each other. And I'm like, how do you like communicate if I can't and read I'm like, your body Kathy, language? We're old radio people. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we just, we, it's telepathic. We're audio people. Exactly. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, so... I was thinking about this one day and so kind of changing it up a little bit today. I, mm-hmm. I asked Tony if, if we could kind of do something slightly different, but you know how um, like Kathy and I, and and we can talk about that for anybody who hasn't listened to that episode mm-hmm. that we did before I was actually a co-host yeah. of this. Yeah. I don't know how many years ago that was, but it was quite a while. Yeah. Um, but Kathy and I did an episode together mm-hmm. with you and it was about when we were kids and lived in a haunted house. Yep. So since we were kids and lived in the haunted house, we've always had experiences our whole life. Like we can both pick up on things. We can walk into a room and go, whoa, can you feel that? I can feel that. Did you feel that? And so we're both very, very um, in tune with that. So I don't like it. Like I shut the shit down. And so when I bought this house I'm in now, I was like, you know, I'm here to take care of your house. And when I'm like talking my house and all this stuff and I'm like this house to me, I've had nothing. And Kathy, don't even think about jumping in if you've had an experience in this house, because she already knows I do not want to hear about it. But um, everywhere that Kathy has lived. Have you had an experience in her house? 
Actually, no. Say no. Okay, thanks. No, 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 no. Her mouth, I, her mouth says no. She has her the most boring yes. house. Yes. Like it is just Now, I do boring. have a really interesting murder she shed out yeah, back. You do have that. I do think that's got some weird energy about it. I don't feel like it's harmful, but mm. I also don't want to ever remove it. Mm. You know, it doesn't need to be there. It's not serving oh. a purpose. Mm -hmm. But I don't, you know, the crutches that are wrapped up in plastic <laughs> need a place to live. And it's so not, I guess they can It's not weird at all. I was in there... It's weird. I was in there yesterday. Every time I go in there, I swear I see something different. And yesterday when I was in there, I'm like, hmm, what's that thing? And it's like an eight by 10 foot shed. I'm not talking yeah. about multiple rooms. It's tiny. Yeah. And there's this really nicely handmade wooden box that was filled with a bunch of handyman type of things. I'm like, I've never seen that in here before. And inverted crucifixes. I know. I, that'll be next time, the <laughs> crucifixes. But um, but Kathy, everywhere she goes, I swear, as an adult, has lived in a house that has had multiple experiences. Like, it's not just one off thing happened. Like, every place you've lived, I think, as an adult, you've had something happen. Hey, back to our conversation in just a second. New Year, it is here, and I am committed to kicking it off right by finding some small ways to help me look and feel my best. Yeah, resolutions aren't always about, like, big, giant, super things. It's sometimes just start small, and you'll be amazed what those small things can do uh, in the big picture. Taking care of your skin, that's a huge part of it, especially for me. My new commitment in the self-care, it is there. That's why I'm excited to partner with Apostrophe. Uh, they're supporting this episode. Whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, acne, scarring, Apostrophe's mission is to empower you, help you feel confident and comfortable in the skin that you're in. Apostrophe is an online platform. It connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you get access to oral topical medications, use clinically proven ingredients to help clear up that acne. You simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history, Snap a few selfies, and then boom, board-certified dermatologists will create an initial customized treatment plan for you. Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments for all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, even back, chest, and yeah, butt acne. I got to tell you, it's awesome having access to an expert dermatologist team. You get that tailored plan specifically for you, which I like. Got to sign up for that first visit. No in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. It is all there. It is so simple. You got to check this out. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash ghost. When you use our code ghost, that's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash ghost and click get started. Then use our code ghost to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. I That is absolutely true. And interesting, the, the one... You know, you could say that every house has had, um, you know, prior experiences. So maybe, you know, something happens from them, except for I built a house. On an Indian burial ground? Well, I don't know that it was on an Indian burial ground. There was no, no, you know, evidence to that. But you dug a we, basement, nothing we came built, up. So. We yeah. built a house, you know, and so you would think. Uh, why would that, you know, do it? but, you know, for example, in that house, we had this, uh, uh, it, it's, it, it's just a bathroom on the main floor. It was just the guest bath on the main floor. And we got a little dog and 
that as a puppy, just a small dog, uh, that he would go into that bathroom and bark like at this at at the wall. And he would just bark and bark and bark and bark and bark. And I'd go get him and pull him out and shut the door, you know, and then later somebody else would leave. Yeah. And somebody else would leave it open and he'd go in and bark and bark. And so, you know, what, what, I don't know, crazy dog. Right. So one day I walked down the hall past that bathroom. I was getting some laundry and I went to my daughter's room and I'm walking back down the hall and I've got a big laundry basket in my hand full of laundry. And I get to that bathroom as I'm walking down this hall and there was a man standing in that bathroom looking at me. Now he was just like standing there and it scared me so bad. I, I jumped back. I hit the back wall behind me, knocked down one of the pictures off the wall. It fell to the wall and crashed. But when I look back, nobody's standing there. What what was he wearing? What, what did he look like? Was he naked? you know, I can't even tell you that. No, yeah. I, I don't think he was naked. I think I would have remembered naked. But it happened so fast, you know, that there was just this man there. Yeah. And, you know, and it scared me so much that I, I, this whole commotion happened. Sure. You know, and I think one of the things I notice is a lot of this stuff happens when I'm just in that mundane, just doing something routine, not think of anything mm-hmm. special. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm just making a bed and I, and I see somebody walk past out of the corner of my eye or something, you know. And see like that, that house, I don't think, I never felt like that house was haunted. I never picked up a creepy vibe in that house. So do you think the house was haunted? Or do you think, and does that even make sense? I think because I think Kathy's haunted. I think, and, and I'm serious. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's necessarily um, a question of is it the house choosing you know you or or her choosing the house. I think it's more so. I think every place is haunted. I, I just think there's certain people that can pick up on that more than others. I, it, I, it, I think so too. I think we walk through a world with all these other yeah spirits or what ghosts, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And sometimes there are, and, and sometimes there's just a crack in our consciousness enough that they seep in, mm-hmm. you know, and some people maybe are more open to that happening, but you know, for example, the house I'm living in now is the most regular Brady bunch kind of house that you well, can Well, it's imagine. like a church parsonage house. It is a church parsonage. It is <laughs> actually a and church. And I mean literally. Pars- it is a church parsonage. The minister just didn't want to live here. It's so boring, right? So is it, is it the church like right next door? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right out the window. Okay. And so oh. I, and so it is so boring. You know, all the church ladies were over here cleaning it and getting it ready for me and everything. And I came in to look at it and, you know, Fine. Remember the know, time it, when the Brady Bunch moved into a church parsonage? I don't remember that episode. Is, it is. It, 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 my house is a sitcom TV house. It really <laughs> is. That's exactly what it is. has four bedrooms for uh-huh. just me, you know? And so, it, and, and so, you know, I'm like, fine, this is a, you know, uh, a, a perfectly fine house, you know, nothing could happen here. But, you know, like the second day I'm here, I'm making a bed and there was a guy standing there. You know, and then disappear thing, you know, and I'm like, oh, no, not here at the 
church parsonage too. Oh, you know, oh, oh no. man, you know, what are the odds of the church parsonage? I signed a freaking well, lease. Yeah, and there was just a guy there, but like you know, in this house, it has this weird kind of vibe where, you know, there's just where that man was standing. What type of church? It United Methodist. Okay. okay. Well, they're kind of like. Well, Benji, yeah, Methodist, they, they, they have since split from the United Methodists, but that's a whole nother Okay, thing. okay. It's not like <laughs> anyway, a Roman we have, Catholic That's a church. different podcast. Okay, that's yeah, like, yeah. We, you know, crazy I, church I, I, podcast. I, I got something. a parsonage story after this. Continue. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So anyway, that particular spot, I, I've noticed, like in my house, if I, sometimes I carry a Bluetooth speaker, if I'm listening to podcasts or something, uh-huh. I go in another room, whatever, you know, and Wherever that guy was standing, it won't work. It cuts yeah. out. But if I move two or three feet away, it works. This way, that way, whatever. But not where that guy was standing that she day. She even demonstrated that when I was there once. I'm like, yeah. And well, right now I'm there, never going to spend the night here. And Kathy. then right there, too, is I have a dresser sitting there. And sometimes on that dresser, I'll come into the bedroom. And the like. I have some pictures on it. And like one of the pictures, not all of them, just one, will be turned facing the wall. Interesting, yeah. you know, and that happens frequently. And this is right in that one spot. And I, and even the other day, I bumped into that dresser, and I bumped hard enough into it, it kind of bumped my elbow, and it hurt. But I bumped in it, and I thought I stood up, and I looked, and I thought, okay, then nothing moved on that dresser, and I bumped it that hard. Now, how are these pictures turning completely around? You know, yeah. Or see, then she tells me these stories, and so then I'll never go visit, but. I mean, as long as I don't have to spend the night. But the other day you told me about going to bed and waking up and seeing a light. And well, yeah, yeah, you know, because I have these extra bedrooms, you know. And so I the other night, something just woke me up, just startled me awake. Mm -hmm. And I kind of sat up a little bit and I looked and I thought, what is that in the hall? And then the more I looked at it, I thought the light is on in that bedroom. The door's closed, you know, but I could see light around the cracks of the door. Yeah. And so I got up and I went to the bedroom and the light was on. Now, I know that just sounds stupid, guys, but I had a, I, I live by myself in four bedrooms. I never go into sure. three of them. Right. I don't remember the last time I was in that bedroom. I know I would have noticed if the light had been on when I when mm-hmm. it went dark, right? Because yeah. you would see that light around the door. So I'm like, okay, so how did the light turn on? And, and another thought is that a while back, I I was in a different one of the bedrooms and the um, I I ironed something. It's my ironing bedroom. And when I I wish I out, had a room just for ironing. A so dedicated nice. ironing so I, room. Yeah, it's so nice. <laughs> and so I went out, uh, shut the door behind me, and went back down the hall. I'm getting ready for work. It's in the morning. Go back down the hall to kitchen, do whatever. Come back. The door's open. And I'm like, huh, I swear I shut that door. Okay. So I pull the door shut. Now, keep in mind, that door has been shut forever. Like, there's, it never's open, right? Yeah. So I'm by myself. So, okay, fine. So then I'm messing around doing something else. Come back. Door's open again. And I was like, okay, now I shut that door this time. Mm-hmm. No, right? So I reach over, I shut that door, I pull that hard, make sure it clicks. You know, I'm like, just that's, I'm just losing my mind. Go to work, 
you know, come home four or five o'clock at night. I'm walk, you know, walking down to the bedroom, changing my clothes. And that damn door is open again, wide open. I'm like, absolutely no way. Like I just, that time I just had chills. Yeah. I was like, no, once again, shut it, pull it really hard, whatever. Okay. Not done. Okay. Door open, whatever. Okay. You know, middle of the night, I get up to go to the bathroom and I go to my bedroom door to walk down the hall and there's light streaming through that bedroom window and the door is wide open and lights coming into the hall from it. And my heart just stopped. I was like, that door is open again. So I pulled it shut really hard. I was going to say, but at that point, do you just leave it open and say, okay, I'm done effing with you. If you want it open, it's open. Well, no, I just said, I'm shutting the damn door. You know, like I, I'm like, yeah, well, it took me a little win. bit to walk that far, you know, because I was oh, like, Oh, God, scared, I wouldn't have done it, you know. And so finally, I sh- I shut it. I, matter of fact, I slammed it, I do believe, at this point. And um, it's never been that way again. Have you ever just like said out loud, like, Hey, please stop doing this? Or I think that I think I did on the last one. Okay, I yeah. said, You know, enough. And yeah. I slammed the door shut. But you know, okay, so here's the, t- <laughs> here's the thing. The more I thought about it, the more I thought, what's somebody trying to tell me by opening the door? And then I thought, okay, Kathy, a door is being opened. Can you be any more stupid than that? You know, a door in this universe keeps opening for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's trying to tell you, you know, something and think about opening doors and walking through them and, you know, going in, you know, a different direction or something. I don't know. Except the door. Leads to hell. (laughs) (laughs) That could be, could be, but that would have been my destiny, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. Yeah, there's there's that that part about it. I mean, nobody wants the portal to hell. There's there's doors for everything. Yeah, it'd be like some game show. Like, what room do you got? You got Jeffrey Dover's room. But those, even these sorts of things, you know, I've had frames fly off the wall once again in my bedroom again. You know, I've had numerous And that's in the parsonage, right? Right. Right here in a parsonage, right? That looks like the Brady Bunch lives here in the Partridge family. Here's the thing. That's why when Kathy comes to visit, it's like, "Hmm, you have been here for 24 hours. (laughs) I think it's time you leave. Before shit starts happening here. You need to get some of those those ring uh, motion detector cameras uh, and just kind of put them up in different areas where things happen. Point them at maybe that door. Or just, yeah. just that, or that one spot where the the. Yeah. What, Do you really want to see what might be on it? I guess that's, that's the thing. question. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have them okay. all over my now, house. Here's one. Have you ever heard of this? And maybe some of your listeners will, because I have not. Mm-hmm. Um, one night in the middle of the night, and I always leave the lights off. I, I don't know. I'm that person. I just get up in the night, walk down the hall and mm-hmm. do whatever. Right. And I wanted to get a drink of water. So I go down the hall, turn, go down the other hall into the kitchen, get a drink of water, not thinking much about it, turn to walk down the hall again. And at the end of the hall, there is like red smoke. Or red smoke, red, like a, like a tint to it or like clearly. Yeah. Red. Wow. And it was just fog. It was just like smoky. 
that's the red is weird. Yeah. And I was like, and you know, there's just not a light or anything mm-hmm. that would do that. I don't know, wow. it, I, but it, it was like smoke. I, I'm throwing that out for your listeners because if anybody else has run into any smoke or fog, well, was or, it something that was like trying to manifest itself? You know, I don't, I don't know. And that's kind of what you got. That's what I kind of got yeah. from it. So at that point, did you just go sleep at the Motel Six for the <laughs> night, or like? Well, we walking, all know it. We all know what Carol would have done. I waited and it dis- I, I stood there and waited and it just dissipated. And then I had to walk back through it to my bedroom. Uh, but I don't know. It was just really weird. And I've not seen it since. I've never seen it before. I'm, I would like, like to know if any of your viewers or listeners have ever, I say viewers because I'm a teacher, I, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, if anybody's had anything like that. Do you, so question for you, Kathy, is like, do you feel like every single house you've lived in has been haunted? Now, there is a couple that you've lived in. Hell yes, I've been haunted. And we yeah. have talked about... Um, Oh, before I ask that question, Tony, you did have a story about a parsonage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do have a short one. Yeah. So this was, uh, there's this antique store in Berlin, Wisconsin, and it's in an old Catholic church. And that'd be kind of cool. Oh, my gosh. It's it. And it's all very ornate and everything. And it's one of the coolest ones I've ever been to. Um, and it goes on to the basement. It goes down to like where the classrooms and the Sunday school stuff was. And then there's some outdoor stuff that's uh, sitting there in kind of the little foyer area that then leads to uh, the parsonage, the house that's there. But nobody cool. is, is living in it anymore. Um, but I'll tell you, weird vibes around that building, around the parsonage itself. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know of any stories. I don't know of the history or if there was any issues with that church or anything with priests and things like mm. that. But, but there, that's when she said the part, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what you could know, have yeah, gone on there? I would like that's to know if, your, that's you your problem, any, Kathy, that what? talk, cause he just brought it up. He just hit the nail on the head. Weird issues between the church and the parsonage. <laughs> Let's just say, one happens to be very liberal minded. One happens to be extremely conservative. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe the devil is caught in between there. You know, but that would be a very interesting uh, topic to bring up at future as well with your listeners. Uh, parsonage, because mm-hmm. they are sort of creepy. And I don't know if it goes back to our childhood or, you know, the way the church seemed very super dominant over us mm-hmm. as kids. And, you know, the parsonage always seemed to be that kind of creepy place where the minister lived. Yeah. Um, if anybody has any stories or thoughts about parsonages. Yeah, I, I would think that that, you know, uh, let's just say that one time in history, there were stories of priests that did inappropriate things to, to kids. That's never happened, obviously, but let's just say it did. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah maybe yeah, it did. Never happened, but yeah. Let's just say and they, they do live somewhere. They did live somewhere. And I'm not saying, like, everyone is bad. Everyone did that, but there's a, there's a good chunk. And so you got to think, okay, this is where they lived. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's the same creepy vibe you get from, like, anybody that's bad that that is known to have done horrible things. It's like, yes, this is the house of BTK. This is the house of... 
this, you know, horrible predator, this, you know, like there's a whole fucking island. Uh, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein's island. You can, it's a creepy land. Um, yeah. So I, I don't, there's, um, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, who knows? Who knows what the history is there? But um, that's, uh, you know, I guess that's kind of what comes to my mind sometimes with places like that. Well, yeah. and I do have a question for Kathy. So um, let's go back a little ways. Okay, so we mentioned the house in Alma. So if you've never heard that mm-hmm. episode, we lived in a house in Nebraska that was quite haunted. And um, we could hear things walk around at night. I mean, it was just, it was like, like you were scared every night. And I mm-hmm. think that when you grow up with that, maybe you're more obviously in tune with that because you were a child when you had that experience. It becomes your norm, I think. And it kind of opens you up to it a little bit more. I think that um, some people are just born with being open to it. But I think um, in our family, like Kathy and I definitely can pick up on that. But so then she goes on, excuse me, after that and moves to several different places and has all kinds of crazy shit happening. And I'm going to bring up a couple of houses and you can share. So okay. the house in Colby, Kansas, we lived there. Um, you and your, um, when you and your husband were just living together, you lived in that house on Range Road. And you had that mm-hmm. really, sh- well, and there was, a, there was a lot of creepy shit happening in that house, but it had to do more with the illegal behavior too. <laughs> well. We won't get into that. Oh, but, well. um, but on, um, somebody's parts i'm not gonna say who and it wasn't kathy but um so but in the basement of that house there was some creepy creepy shit that happened well yeah like one like for example uh we had a little dog that was super cute yeah sweet dog and um we you know one day i come home from work and i can't find the dog and you know, we'd had kind of weird, like noises in the basement. Like it would sound like, you know, something was happening or maybe like somebody was moving a piece of furniture across the floor or something, you know, like these kind of weird, loud noises. We'd all look at each other and go, what was that? <laughs> you know, and then it'd be like, well, I'm I'm not going to go look or whatever. Yeah. Why would I do that? That was creepy. I don't know. You know, and so one day I come home from work. I cannot find the dog. Where is the dog? And I go downstairs and the dog is in, there was kind of a, a room at the back with a, it was kind of like a shop where maybe they had some, you know, cabinets for woodworking or something like that. But it had a big metal door that was really heavy on it. Mm-hmm. And Shiloh was inside that room and the door was shut. Shiloh it was laid. like, this was a 10 pound dog. Yeah. And it's like, no way this dog just gets in this room and the door shut. Somebody's mm-hmm. put this dog in the room or whatever. So, you know, it was just these strange things. Well, one night, um, my boyfriend and I were in, in the house and it's all of a sudden it was really loud. Like furniture was moving downstairs. Like it, it really sounded like it, like it, it was a cement floor. So there wasn't carpet on it. And we had like a sofa and a couple chairs down there and whatnot. And it sounded like it was moving. So we kept looking at each other and we're like, what is it? Right. So finally 
we get we go to the top of the basement stairs. I remember standing behind Greg and we're both just super scared. And he's like flipping the switch off and on to let him know we're coming down. You know? <laughs> and I'm Watch right behind him. And he's like, you're coming with me. I'm not doing this alone. And we go downstairs and the furniture is all moved. Oh, wow. And there is nothing there. But the sofa's on a different wall and the chairs are someplace else. And we just looked at each other and said, let's go for a ride. And we just both grabbed the dog and went and got in the car and just rode around town for a while. Cause like we couldn't, didn't want to be there, you know, yeah. but yeah, you know, and that was just this little world war two little square house, you know, that was nothing. Yeah. So sure. then you move from there to that house on sunset drive. Actually, and, we, actually, we lived in a no, house other on the street, and that one was haunted as well because it's <laughs> you know it had the weird banging and stuff. And after we, <laughs> it had up. and it had like lots of you know things, little things happening there, and it was creepy. And Carol had lived in the basement there for a while, and she could attest to there be creepiness. Yeah, because it was a boyfriend's I was dating at uh, the time. It was creepy, <laughs> and so. Anyway, we moved down up there and we rented it for a while. And one day the renters call and they said, "Um, we want you to come do something about these ghosts in the house. And we said, well, what do you want us to do? Well, I don't know, but you got to do something. And my boyfriend at the time said, well, there's a Catholic church to block up. Go see if there'd be better help for you or something. He said something kind of like that. And when they moved out, they had like, chicken wishbones hanging in all the windows and all this real weird, you know, like garlic and stuff all over the place. Like they were really afraid. Obviously there is some vampires involved. Well, yeah. They were, they were trying to ward off whatever was in there. Or, yes. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was. They probably they read, read about it in a book because that book. was before the internet. Yeah. Yeah. They went to the library and got a book. Maybe Greg told them to go to the library and get a book. I don't know. <laughs> but. Yeah, so but that one like, was creepy. And then you moved to Sunset Drive, and creepy stuff happened there. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you telling me one night, like, you went to bed. And I don't remember if you woke up, but you heard people talking in the other room, like an entire party going on. Mm-hmm. And heard all of it mm-hmm. as you're laying there. Yeah, and I, I woke up, Greg, and we're laying there, and I said, can you hear this? And he said, yeah. So we were both laying there listening. And it it just sounded, I mean, there wasn't anything. We got up in a little bit and looked. Yeah. But it's you could just hear people. It was just like all this chatter everywhere, you know. And I thought, well, I'm just losing my mind. So I wake him up to see if he, he lays there for a little bit. And he goes, oh, no, I hear it too. I would have wanted to go out and join in the party, even if everybody's dead. Like, you know, it was a yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice to know that from beyond the grave, you can still have get togethers. That makes me happy. I've always thought that there's a there's a collective consciousness that you can tap into, you know. And you if you're just at that right point, like that moment where you're between sleep and being awake, Mm -hmm. and you you can hear it, you know. Mm And I, I think that's kind of sometimes there's a crack in that. And I think we hear it. Yeah. For some of us, not all of us. That's what I think. And then, because real quick, I want to mention one more house, but you went on and bought a haunted building in Iowa. 
Yeah. And we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there then you moved to Texas and there mm-hmm. was a house in Texas and it was an adorable little house built probably what 1900? I, I think right around 1900, 1890 somewhere cute, in there. Cute cute little house and I walked in I'm like oh hell no, I'm sleeping in your bed once again. But that one you had a really weird thing and well, that one with the kitchen. Yeah, one one like you know this was this old kind of what they, I think in Texas, they call them a shotgun house that they're just kind of, you you step in and you, you can look straight through to the back and then the rooms are off on either side of it. Uh-huh. And so the front room was, you know, like a, a living room. Then there was a right behind that's a dining room right behind that's a kitchen. Okay. So one, it's a Sunday afternoon. I'm sitting on the sofa grading tests, papers, and I'm watching a football game. I think it's the Bears. I can't remember, but I think it was. And I, I'm into this game. I'm grading papers. I sat there for quite a while. Finally, I thought, you know, I'm going to get up and get a iced tea or something. I can't remember something to drink. And I stood up, and my heart just stops because as I look through the dining room to the kitchen, it's an old house, and the kitchen had a door on it, and the door is shut. It was never and shut. It's never shut you know, it's big old Mm -hmm. house door. Right. And I'm like, how does that door get shut? Once again, with the shut doors and open doors. So it it really did kind of take everything I had to go open this door Mm -hmm. right to the kitchen. So I walked through and I opened the door. And when I opened the door, every cupboard door is open. Every drawer is pulled out. It's just like in like poltergeist movie. Everything is open. And the washer and dryer were in that room too, over on a wall. And I'd had a box of some things on, sitting on the dryer I was going to take to work or something. And that box that was sitting on the dryer is moved out into the middle of the kitchen floor. And it's like, how did all this happen? Mm-hmm. You know, like I just And you're sitting there just, and you didn't even hear it. Like, it almost seems like you'd have heard a commotion or something. Yeah. And these are those old drawers. Like, you know, they're heavy old drawers. Like, when you pull them open, it leaves sawdust underneath them, you know, because it's, you know, you pull them. I'm like, every every cabinet door was wide open, everything. And there was a door to the outside, but I looked over at it and the, you know, it had one of those old sliding locks Mm -hmm. you know it it had a a lock too like a deadbolt on it but it also had one of those sliders that you push over that was it was all locked everything was locked on that door like there's no way anybody could have walked into that house past me the dogs would have noticed i had two dogs with me it it makes you wonder like what what is what is the message of something that goes in and does all that other and than, it's other like than I'm like, getting a lot of open door stuff, doesn't it? Like, I need to think about that. You have a lot of doors. And closed yeah. doors. A lot of doors. Doors <laughs> but I, to I think, hell. <laughs> but I think this goes back to the question that Tony and I have talked about before on this show. Um, because I do believe you can live in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have lived in a haunted house where everybody in the house felt it. Everybody had experiences. It was something none of us wanted. But then can you just like, cause in the house, the last house I lived in, Tony always teases me cause I'm like, it wasn't a haunted house. And I truly believe that house was not haunted. I just had some really weird shit happen to me in that house. 
So is it happening to me or or is it happening being caused by what's within the house? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Is it a haunted house or is it just things that you are open to and you're seeing through to another side? Nothing at all wrong with the house. I think it's sometimes it's a combination of both. I think sometimes, you know, if you already are kind of sensitive to that sort of stuff, I think certain environments and, and places will mesh with you more than another location. And that may stir something up. And the next 20 people that live there have absolutely nothing happened to them until another person moves in that somehow, I don't know, it's on the same frequency, for lack of a better term. And mm-hmm. and then that way of communicating is there for certain people. Um, but I do think there's some houses that are just flat out haunted to no matter what your level of sensitivity. Agreed. You're going to mm-hmm. find that there's something there. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely I think agree. the house we lived in when we were kids was haunted. I think that house in Texas you were just talking about is haunted. The building in Iowa is haunted. Mm-hmm. Those three for sure are haunted AF. Then I just think... What does that stand for? Like the parsonage. <laughs> I don't know. I just hear the kids say it. You hear the kids say it all the time. <laughs> the kids are saying it. The parsonage. I don't know that that is a haunted house. No, Even mean- though all the things you just said about it, when I walk in there, I'm not like creepy. I'm creeped out because of the stuff you tell me. So I walk in there with this feeling already. But I think the first time I walked in that house, I didn't pick up any weird thing. No, I didn't. Like I said, like I'm telling you, this is the most mundane sitcom TV house. You 70s. Oh my God. TV there's a house. man behind you right now. In <laughs> I know. Don't turn around, there, Gabby. There might be. <laughs> well, you know, I've been in houses that are so haunted. I'm, I'm scared to death to look in the mirror. Yeah. I'm scared to death to walk past the house we grew up in was like that, that. I could see yeah. a reflection in before I, I see another reflection. I'm not, you know, a, like yeah. I've been in those houses and this isn't like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid of mirrors, but there have been places that I've lived that I did not want to look in the mirror in that house. And I didn't exactly. know why. That's it was, what I'm it talking was about. just like a flat out. And that was the only thing about it was like, I don't want to look in the mirror at this house. I don't know well, why that is. And, you know, in those houses where you just feel like somebody's there, somebody's yeah. looking at you, you know, that you, you feel that feeling. I don't feel that here. But that's why I said that's why I think maybe in this house, it's more me. Yeah. You know, something that well, break out I'm the Ouija sensitive. board and uh, find out. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to those pastors who used to live there. Yeah. Have a sit down. Yeah. Somebody posted That's on our idea. group page the other day, sometime around the holidays. Um, it was uh, a Ouija board for Christians. Did you see that, Tony? No. Oh it's the God. funniest damn thing ever. Oh. And and when you read about it and you can buy it on, on Amazon. Oh, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. And when you read about it, it's like, it only lets through, like, Jesus, apparently. Okay. And I'm like, isn't that what the know? Bible's for? <laughs> like, aren't Can you supposed just... to get your answers from like, the Bible? We took like, this I'm long confused. to finally get the Ouija board for Jesus. Like, why didn't we have this before? Like, why is this suddenly oh, a new thing? It's, it is the, it's funny. And um, I don't know if I can find it real quick, but the description of it had me laughing because when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I almost have to buy that for Tony. But then it is a Ouija board and you do have a child who would be getting it out. What Christian, I'm like saying like what Christian should know about Christian Ouija, Ouija board. Um, here it is. The Holy Spirit board by Holy Spirit Games. 
And um, but the descriptions where it gets kind of funny. Let me see. Um, and it's got it's got Jesus on there and everything. So the Holy Spirit board is the only spirit board designed to directly contact our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Exclamation point. Unlike other spirit boards that are often used to contact ghosts and demons, this is a one-way ticket straight to heaven. Try it today and discover a new way to pray. Yeah, but isn't that what praying is for? Like, I'm, <laughs> isn't I guess that what I'm, praying I really is? Need Have I just board. been misled here all these years? But Kathy, thought, this could be great for the parsonage. I thought, get the answers you need. The you Holy were supposed spirit to get board. them through prayer or the no. Bible. Hmm. Well, does, because, like, does the okay, planchette well, move? Does the planchette move on this? Yeah. The Holy Spirit Board can answer all of life's most important questions straight from the man himself. So because capital M. Wow. Perfect for churches, prayer groups, or just getting together with friends. This one will never contact evil ghosts or demons. So you can ask your questions with an assured sense of safety. But I saw that on our group page. And it's funny. $29.95. It's a prime item, too. It's got 12 ratings. Oh, you guys, this just, I'm sorry, but this just stands diametrically opposed to everything. <laughs> it is. Religion stands for. I'm totally confused. <laughs> this board it's and like, box are absolutely gorgeous. Graphic and quality are all around excellent. My only reason for four instead of five stars is that the board is kind of flimsy and could be made of stronger cardboard. Also, <laughs> the messages I'm getting from Jesus are odd. He says, his actual name is Osmodeus. Weird, but I still love Demon it. Name. Box and planchette are top quality. <laughs> top quality. You know, the answer I always got on Ouija boards was Bob. And <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, does this still, you know, like, does Jesus keep saying Bob to you or something, you know, like... I don't know. Jesus that would be to communicate in palindromes. Because I, I did try the old Ouija board and it was Bob. Maybe I should go to the Christian Ouija board and see if it would still be Bob. Maybe we'll that probably is say the Judas and then where would you be? Yeah. Oh my god. Like goodness. no sense even trying on this board, girl. Isn't that the best thing? But Tony, don't you think you should you and I should both go in $15 and buy it for Kathy and her parsonage? One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> They do a special and live then, stream episode oh where... Oh, my God. I'll go to Kathy's house and we'll do the live stream asking questions directly to the man himself. I, <laughs> I don't know how that's all going to end out well, but um, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just like scanning the reviews. <laughs> that is if, awesome. If praying and going to church hasn't worked, this is your ticket into <gasps> heaven. <laughs> Oh man, that very, is quite the the statement. I mean, is. that's a lot of pressure there. Yeah. But how would you feel if you're on the Christian Ouija board and you're like, I've been working really hard. I just want to make sure I'm getting into heaven. Am I getting into heaven? No. no. <laughs> Bob. Bob. <laughs> well, that's awesome. No, I uh, I had no idea that existed, but. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, and what's funny is that you know the buy it with on um, Amazon, whatever you buy, it's like buy this too. Yeah, what is it? The other thing is the regular Ouija board. (laughs) Oh, really? Buy one. No, so buy that one, and then buy the regular Ouija board. Oh yeah, like other people may have bought this too. Yeah. Oh, Uh yeah. Buy it with. 
Same talk to the devil. I mean, that's like a pretty good conversation. Maybe you can get them both going at the I same time. I was going to play both ends against the middle. That'd be quite the Could you night. do like one week <laughs> board with each hand? Like you got two planchettes going and like what? It's like a, it's a battle of good and evil. On, you know, right? Yeah. That would be interesting. Hey, All can right. I add one thing into this yeah. conversation before we wrap yeah. it up? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my sister Kathy and I are going to be starting our own podcast mm-hmm. um, and it will be called so My Favorite Ghost Story. And we want to hear people's ghost stories, but we'll do it kind of like how we did tonight, just chatting all together mm-hmm. with the person who's got the ghost story to share. But we'll have that coming in the next couple months. Yes. So, so I'm very excited about it. Yes. You'll uh, be hearing more about it on this show, obviously, as that gets closer. So I'm yeah. excited. That'll be great. I'm so- all right, so that's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories uh, or Apple Podcasts. You can do it right there, right now. You can try it for three days free. Uh, until next time, for Carol, Kathy, and myself, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening. The day.